Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah, <sighs> Angel, my Angel, Kelowna. Oh, how the hell are you? I'm good, Mary. I am good. I am. <laughs> I'm good. Are you, though? I feel like when someone says, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Two times real quick like that. It kind of gives me some pause. You know what I well, mean? Well, I mean, I am. I'm better than some people. Um, some people that we watched on on both the Where Are They Now and the Love is Blind, which we're about to, we're going to recap. So, guys, we have a full decked out episode for you today. It is, we're going to discuss a few things that happened on the Married at First Sight. Where are they now right away? Uh, and then we have our first cast interview with Kristen. Sweet angel baby Kristen, she oh. talked to us and it was super fun. So we're going to talk about where are they now? We're going to give you the Kristen interview that you've all been waiting for. And then we're going to uh, con- continue talking and talk about Love is Blind, the reunion, the finales, uh, some thoughts on the season. And as always, we've been giving you bonus content over on Patreon. We're going to keep doing that. You're going to hear more thoughts on a couple things on where are they now and more thoughts on love is blind this week on our Patreon, which is $7 a month. And you get all the bonus content on Thursdays as well as Sunday episodes that are super, super, super fun. Just non-reality TV, just Mary and I talking shit topics, things. (laughs) So please join us there if you can. Um, Since we didn't recap the whole season of love is blind, I feel like we can kind of they talk about some things we saw during the season over on Patreon too. Um, but the regular episode you're about to get is is jam packed, guys. It's jam packed, right, Mary? It's very jam packed. <laughs> um, I feel like just totally, totally. I feel fisted, jam packed, full, <laughs> very full, bursting at the seams. We're givers, girl. We I are. feel like I. I feel also. I didn't watch. Um, 12 back-to-back episodes of Love is Blind to not have the shakes today. So I'm li- I'm I'm prepared. I have a lot to say. But you have a uh, lot to say. Oh, yeah. So much. I um well, if you guys are listening to this on Thursday and you happen to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Mary and I are there together oh. tonight through Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the 17th through 19th at Fort Wayne in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the Summit City Comedy Club. So by the time you guys are listening to this, there's a high chance that Mary and I will be having cocktails. Um, and I, when I say cocktails, it's like with so many S's at the end of it because we haven't seen each other in a while. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Like people that aren't that that can't make it, there's gonna be a point in their evenings when the lights are dimming. Just know it's us, just draining the electricity. Oh my, <laughs> how did I just say that? It's like, it's I, like I've already had a drink. It's like you have. Well, I mean, that's how we all feel after uh, watching as much nonsense as we did. And the Where Are They Now had some juice in it, which we'll get to. Um, also, please come see me December 8th through 10th in Spokane at the Spokane Comedy Club. You can get tickets to any of that on sarahcolona.com. And Mary, do you have another show coming up that you want to talk about? 
Yeah, December 14th, if you happen to be roaming around Philadelphia, I'll be headlining the Helium Comedy Club. Um, you can get <gasps> tickets for that at heliumcomedy.com or my website, maryrodzinski.com. So many fun things. I know, so many. so many fun things. And be on our socials so that you can keep up with what we're doing and what we're going to do during this um, few weeks break from Married at First Sight, where we're going to just have some other really fun stuff, just like we're doing today with Love is Blind. And we have cast interviews for the next, like, probably four weeks. Um, so just know that, <laughs> uh, that we'll be dropping them in. You're going to have some long Thursday episodes, which is great. It's like, it's all the content and we're just givers and givers. So yeah. follow our socials. Are you my podcast on Instagram? Um, join our, um, uh, Facebook page, which is Are You My Podcasters, where there's always a, a thread about Married at First Sight. Obviously, that's not going to be happening right now, but there's going to be uh, plenty of conversations about everything else and anything else. It's a really fun, fun group. So please join it. And if you can, please go drop us a five-star rating and tell us why you like us. Yeah. And, and again, five stars, nice comment. If not, move on, move along. You know, move along. It's fine. Yeah, move along. It's fine. You know, we're just like we're about to do. Move along to. Yeah, uh, we are. I mean, I really this. Where are they now? I was. I was uh, at the beginning. I was like, oh no, right with Sasha yeah. and Nate. Yes. Um, yes. I, I thought that's. Oh God, this is it. They broke up. She said she asked him for a divorce. First she was like separation. Then she said divorce. And then, but now it seems like they're still together. <laughs> Oh, thank God. I was going to say, once I saw she sort of changed up her hair, I was like, this isn't good, you know, because that's what we all do after a major, major decision or breakup. But <laughs> I think they are still together. So I, I calmed down after that. I did like her hair, by the way. She went a little lighter. Um, yeah, I thank God for Stasha's mom, right? I know her mom is is just an amazing advice giver and to both of them. And she, yeah. she really, she, she keeps it real. She, you know, she calls her daughter out kind of not in a mean way, but she'll just be like, look, like not every works, everyone works at your pace. you got to give him this. This is how marriage works. Like, I, I don't know that they would have <laughs> reconciled during this episode if it wasn't for Stasha's mom getting in there. And I mean, even Nate called her. So they obviously have a good relationship, you know? I know she clearly loves them both. And that support has got to be huge, you know, because I just think he he really wants it. I just he does. He gets in his own way and she has some serious demands for, you know, what she wants from him. But it's on her timeline. And I feel like I don't know. That's always she she's got to continue to work on her patience. That's that's what her mom said. That's what Mayor Bear's saying. If you're listening, Sasha, just <laughs> take some deep breaths. He loves the shit out of you. Just let him show you and acknowledge well, it. Yes. And we can tell her that when we interview her, which is also one of the cast interviews we're going to have. So she's, yeah, yes. she definitely, I, I feel like he gets really overwhelmed. And listen, he needs to step up in his ways too, obviously. But there's just so much frustration on his end feeling like, you know, I feel like I do this action and it's not good enough for you. And she feels that he's dragging his heels and it's just, I just want them to have some fun. I, I do too. And I'm, I'm going to say it again. It's can't they just not talk about feelings for a few fucking minutes? You know, I, I just, it's like, 
at one point, you know, he's saying deep down he feels like she's insecure and she can't feel the love that he has for her. And she's telling him she feels like he wanted a relationship and not a marriage. And I'm just like, you guys go to happy hour. Start basic. What's your favorite color? What kind of cartoons did you watch as a kid? I don't think we have to go from zero to 100. I I don't want to hear I'm in a relationship for nine years. I half the questions they ask each other. I don't know about my partner. So yeah. I, take a knee. Yes, a knee. Take a knee. Calm down. Everyone, I, I, I yeah, just everyone needs yeah. to have more fun in general. I mean, look, you know who's having a real good time, Ben and Morgan? Uh, at the, I mean, Sarah. I mean, what the hell? Like, where did this all come from? They they literally they act like flirty friends who boned. They act like friends with benefits, and I don't see their privates never touching again. If that makes sense. Um. Yes, I see what you did there, and I, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I can't really tell though if it's that. I think that she probably knows. Look, she's she's got to show, show a little bit of a different side of herself than what we had to endure with the throw, flower throwing and all the nonsense and the screaming about being a nurse. And we get it. It's so I don't know if she's just so trying so hard to be um, likable or if this is yeah. really who she is or if. But he, I mean, they do seem to genuinely, he, he seems to genuinely enjoy the fact that they can get along too. Yeah. He's not afraid of her. Uh, he wasn't afraid of her tonight at the gym. He didn't, he, he made eye contact and laughed a couple times. I mean, clearly they have reconciled whatever the, the big nurse beef was. They've gotten to a point where they're friendly. And I think, and I'm going to speculate that back when, um, at the reunion when Kale said something to her, like, I'm really proud of you, your personal growth. I'm proud of your efforts. Leads me to believe maybe some sort of therapy or some something like that where, you know, maybe she watched the show and was like, oh, shit, you know, I, I could tone this down a bit. Uh, Yeah, let's hope so. And probably. I mean, I, I could have done without the comments like her saying he needs to have more of a backbone in the really in a relationship. And maybe this is his alpha season. I mean, I agree. I wanted him to stand up to her plenty of times, too. But if you're the person that was like beating someone down constantly and and then and not accepting apologies or whatever happens again, who cares? We're not going to rehash all that at this point. Yeah. But um, it, it seems a little you know, God, I hope he can get a backbone in his next relationship. Oh, like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like also <laughs> butt out <laughs> asshole. You know, I mean, she, yeah, I shouldn't have called her. I'm a name caller. I don't, you're, she's always kind of acted like an authority though on relationships and on, you know, behavior and therapy and things like that and giving him advice. And I don't know. And on she him. annoys me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, like she was giving, you know, I just felt like it just seemed weird to to say that someone needs a backbone when you're the one that was sort of beating him down from what we saw. So that kind of stuff annoyed me. But yeah, it was funny when they leg wrestled. I thought of you because I was like, oh, yeah. this is this is based. Mary kind of called this. Mary, yeah. <laughs> Mary sort yeah. of called that happening. And it sure did. Yeah, they put a bow on uh, their time together in some sort of 69 scissor leg wrestling position. And I was like. <laughs> 
this is, did they hear me? I it was a little, I was almost uncomfortable, but. I, I know, okay. I know. Um, I feel like Alexis and Justin are, that's not good terms. They're no. never going to be, I don't, I don't know if they're ever going to get along again. He's, I don't know. I think we talked about it last week, but just seeing, seeing his behavior at the reunions was was a tad eye-opening makes me question maybe some of my comments and thoughts about Alexis not everything but I think she was dealing with more than met the eye as a viewer a little it seemed bit. it did seem like it once we got to the reunion because everybody was sort of like he he said something about Kristen not being authentic and fake and then he had to apologize for that at this at her going away party during the where are they now and he acted so uncomfortable and weird at the, at the party. It's one of those things where like, just don't go if you're going to go sort of mope in a corner by yourself. I mean, I was glad he approached Nate and apologized and that seemed to go well. Um, but he, it was just like this dark cloud hanging over it at the beginning. And I'm like, you know, it just, sometimes oh. you just, just either, either put on the smiley face and jump and just jump right in the middle and be like, Hey guys, what's up? And, and, you know, or, or don't go. It's sort of, it was just that weird mopey thing that I couldn't take at the beginning. I mean, I'm glad Mitch kind of talked to him and and then it turned out it seemed okay at the end, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He needed, Mitch sort of extended the olive branch or basically just went and talked to him because no one else was. But that's how I felt. They're like having a nice time. Kristen's thrilled with the house that she picked to have her going away party weekend and they're all like kind of getting into it and then like knock knock like wah wah Debbie Downer shows up and he just <laughs> and it's not like he can hide in the corner I mean the guy's six seven for crying out loud you know it just was like I, I'm he had a bunch of drinks and I think that's maybe what he needed to apologize but I was actually I was very I was happy with how gracious is that the right word that Nate yeah. was receiving that from him. I, I agree. Because I, I thought yeah. he might have a little bit of a toot. I might have if someone had insinuated something about me and, you know, was trying to to paint a picture that wasn't true. But I thought Nate handled it really well. Yeah. And he, I mean, well, he said it because people nobody took that seriously, the thing that Justin said. So that's why it ended up being so silly. But when Nate said, you know, he he tried to embarrass me on national TV, I thought I was like, OK, now I understand why he's. I didn't think of it that way before, but I, I realized that that's what Justin was trying to do. He was just trying to like bring up something to try to embarrass him or get people talking. And, and so that's what Nate seemed to have the biggest beef with. And that's why he got so, you know, that uncomfortable weirdness that they had on the reunion that I just never want to see again. I know I'm so ready to just pretend this season is the bowling ball and just fucking throw a strike and let it go into the gutter and be gone and not come back up through the ball return. <laughs> well, uh, it's happened. I think that's it. I mean, look, the, the where are they now was actually pretty solid. It was, it was, we got some good information. Lindy and Miguel seem to be doing good. Uh, you know, they're going to buy a house, I guess. Um, Maya's hanging out with Justin again. We're glad about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Justin and Alexis, things. I won't even, I won't even discuss the thing that he said to her in the park. Cause we're not going to give that airtime. So, um, I'm just, I can see why 
those two just I don't think they're going to be friends after this. No, no. And and I I would be probably a little bit more blamey, like I said, uh, toward Alexis, not really understanding him, except that, like you said, like the whole cast was kind of like with him, like, what the fuck, dude? Um, You know, I don't know. Maybe he'll go back on the apps and who knows? But I'm I'm ready to say good night, Justin. Have a good life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think they uh they all need to to move it along. Like um, a viking burial. I just want to send them off into a you know, on a in a boat on the river, light it on fire and be like, "Take care. Good night." A viking burial. Bye-bye, Justin. Yeah. Bye-bye. Um yeah, there was it was a little revealing that reunion for sure. I think he just also yeah. felt that he did get embarrassed on TV. And I think he has a lash out issue a bit, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Can't say that I wouldn't either if I was constantly basically insinuated that my dick didn't work. But yeah, <laughs> it is I what mean, it is. I mean, I mean, well, you know, well, I think there wasn't a whole lot more. Uh, we can cover some things later, maybe, but it's like, the the idea of him just reading everything r- incorrectly is so funny to me. I mean, we I keep know. I keep thinking about it, but it's like it just was very telling, and it didn't really occur to me until the last couple episodes of the season that that I mean, starting from the I'm not a piece of meat. I mean, he should have a t shirt. He should get some merch. <laughs> a not a piece of meat merch. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, we have a Kristen interview. I know you guys want to hear it. So we're going to give you the Kristen interview. And then when we come out of that, we are going to talk all things Love is Blind reunion and finale because we just, just, we just sunk our teeth into that um, this past week. So before that, we have a quick offer for you because it's the holidays. Well, The holidays came early this year, ladies. If you're still not sure what to get the man in your life, look no further than our friends at Manscaped. I was actually super stoked to get this sponsor because my husband actually really does use Manscaped already. And so now we have an offer to get you more. It's the leading men's hygiene brand just launched new products that your man will actually use, including their new shower time favorite, the body buffer. It's time to give the man in your life the gift of smooth, balls and a good shower time experience this holiday season. You're going to get free shipping and 20% off by going to manscaped.com and then using our code, my podcast, all one word at checkout. Hey, Sarah, um, Harry jingle balls are a thing of the past with manscaped performance package 4.0. Did you hear that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer has proprietary advanced skin safe technology. Candy cane balls, no more. No more. <laughs> no more. Their hygiene bundle also comes with a pair of manscaped anti chafing boxers that'll keep his junk feeling fresh all day. The perfect package for his perfect package. Oh, I love a good ad read from you, Mary. So you're going to go 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code MYPODCAST 
and then get him a gift that you'll both enjoy, the gift of Manscaped. So, Oh, we are here with Kristen. You know how much we love her and how excited we are and what a journey her Married at First Sight season was. So Kristen, thank you for being here with us. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I try and listen every week. Sometimes I get it every week. Sometimes I miss it just due to stepping out from social media about myself, but I have tuned in. It's hysterical. And I was flattered you guys asked me to join. Thank you for coming. And, and, you know, we always get a little nervous when someone listens to the podcast because there's a lot of emotions that go through the season and we go through them with you. (laughs) Well, after that, I feel like I have super tough skin and can handle anything. So no worries at all. I was going to say, I'm just very appreciative that you're here. You're making eye contact, even though you you listen to the podcast. And I think you can tell we're fans and we love you. And just it has been it is a little bizarre that Sarah and I are talking to you and we feel like we know everything about you. We want to go get drinks. And you're like, who are these bitches? I have no (laughs) idea. It's got to be a weird thing. That has to be just doing the reality TV piece that people feel like they know you. Yeah. Well, what's so funny is I, I loved the show previously, but I really wanted to be match made and get married. And so I thought, I'm just going to be me. And that way I know what, I mean, like who I am and what the public thinks is going to be me. So I can either course correct or just stay being me or whatever. But um, yeah, that was the only thing I knew how to do was just be me and try to marry a stranger. Well, I think that's the part that everyone started rooting for you so much, pretty much from the beginning for was because you were so authentically yourself. And, um, and there was that, we talked about this a lot on the podcast in the beginning, there was that worry that you were shifting yourself too much for someone else. Um, and you, it looked it it looked like that at the beginning, but it kind of yeah. turns out you were just trying and you were compromising, and then you went, "No, I'm compromising too much." And then that's when you had your your moment at the fire pit of saying, "Like, when does it get to be me? Why is he getting all the credit here?" And we really felt that. I know you felt like you snapped. I felt like that was like a very low snap. Like I probably would have been like, "What is going on?" <laughs> you know, I would have got. Monster like. So I respected yeah. your your blow up was uh mild in my opinion. Thank you. I I had really I just kept wanting him to feel comfortable for so long. And even wedding night, I noticed that he was freaking out. Like the cameras had left, it was just us. And of course, I mean, I'm I'm no fool. I know when someone's having a good time and when someone's freaking out. And I never seen such kind of like that quite of a level of anxiety and kind of a panic attack. So I said, look, this, I know we just got married. I know you don't know me, but let's just pretend like it's our second date. The first date was the wedding and let's just have fun and get to know each other. It's going to be okay. I promise you can trust me. And we're on this crazy journey together. Just, it's going to be okay. And so before I knew it, though, I kept trying to make him feel comfortable and feel comfortable and feel comfortable. And then before I realized it, maybe if I just didn't let him, um, I didn't just kind of subdue myself for so long 
that I wouldn't have exploded, A, and then B, I, maybe we would have had a little bit of a different reaction from him as well. I, I, I don't know, but um, yeah, it just got, I, it just got to be too much. And I was like, I'm just done trying to be walking on eggshells and, and making him comfortable all the time. I want to be comfortable now. So yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think there's more that you could have done or that you should have done differently by any means in that sense. You know, we, we really did end up rooting for you guys in a certain way, which I think you've probably seen a lot of people did. Obviously we got real mad at Mitch several times. Um, <laughs> and I did after party with him and I was like, Hey, uh, awkward, been mad at you for like two months so far. Um, but you know, I think, and you can tell us this, like it seemed to us that he was a real, he's a really good guy who uh, absolutely. Yeah. That just gets in his own way on a really constant, regular basis. So once we were able to get to see more of him after the wedding, um, that's when it kind of felt like, okay, I can see why she's, she's sticking around here. I can see why she's digging in because his intentions are not cruel. He's a good person who keeps <laughs> putting the, as we would say, thong sandal in his mouth. <laughs> Yes. I mean, you know, he really is a great guy. We had so much fun together. They don't show a lot of how funny he is. You can only show so much, but he was really funny. We would have a blast like at the beach, of course, um, with Luna hanging out at the apartment. There was a lot of good there. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it was just two people try two good, nice people trying to make put a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. Well, at least the peg went in the hole a couple of times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you really peg heavy whole week. Uh, couple weeks in there. Yeah. The peg worked and that seems to be a triumph for you guys. Um, I kept thinking, honestly, like he was so lucky to get matched with you because of your level of patience and your poise and your ability, your confidence in yourself to not crumble in some of those moments, because I do think, you know, we very often put ourselves in your shoes when we're watching and you just handled it so well. Um, I wanted to say you said Mitch was funny. I know Sarah and I both got to do after party with him. I like I clicked with him. I loved his dry wit. I loved his sense of humor. And I can see you guys shared jokes with your eyes, with your facial expressions. He, he is funny. He is very smart. The, the straw that broke the camel's back with us is that he didn't realize that he got a good match. And yeah. he, the whole time, he just really, really wanted that, you know, hippie, just no makeup, California gal. And he got something a little different. And, um, it just drove me crazy that he didn't think that he got a good package. And that was just the ultimate that was just the, the ultimate. Yeah. Oh, it drove. It yeah. It drove us crazy too. And also at one point I was like, it's not like she's coming in all contoured like a Kardashian. Do you know what I, I mean? I'm like, I'm like, she's pretty minimalistic overall. Not that, you know, makeup wise, like you're just naturally beautiful as oh, it yeah. is. And I just, I think like you said, he just got in his own way, but this isn't about him. I, I want it to be <laughs> about Kristen. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say watching the, where are they now? Um, 
and seeing you guys get along at the end, it did make me happy. And then, of course, for a moment, I was like, now I'm back to, as the kids would say, shipping them. And <laughs> and then I, I was like, no, means. it's I don't like know what that means. Sh- it's like the 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 relationship, like you ship them so hard. You want to prove of the relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. OK, I'm sorry. Yeah. So you were shipping them. Carry on. <laughs> but um, but then I caught myself going, no, no, no matter how much they get along. But what is that like to have such a a valid, real deep connection with someone and have such a deep respect for them, but then realize it's just never going to work? I think that there's a few layers there. There's one where I always have believed in different types of love and you can love your dog in a very different way than you love your romantic partner. Um, Not comparing Mitch to a dog, but um, (laughs) we had a really great friendship and we went through this incredible life-changing experience together and we still managed to respect each other, had fun with each other. So we'll always have a bond But at the end of the day, we want very different things. And marriage is hard. Like if you guys are not sunshine and rainbows in like the lovey-dovey initial phases, what happens when tragedy strikes? So it just felt like in terms of a lifelong romantic partner, the love was not there for each other. But in terms of respect uh, and humor and uh, enduring this incredible experience together. We, we shared that. So was watching it back. You mentioned this at the reunion, um, because you did seem a little more like mad at Mitch again on the reunion. And I was like, yeah, because she just watched the show back. (laughs) And to your point of on your wedding day where you were having a good time and he was worried about everything. Um, and you thought, oh, my God, I thought we had a good day. What happened? What what was it like to keep watching that back? And how did it make you sort of go through emotions with him differently? Yeah. So I had no idea he felt that way for a very long time. I mean, um, they don't show it. But when we have our honeymoon dinner and he has this whole I'm not attracted to you thing, I said to him, I don't want to know what it is specifically about me that you don't find attractive. I said, I don't want to give this any more power than you've already given it because I'm not going to change it. So that's a great story, but I'm not going to dwell on it. So when we when I watched that uh, the wedding episode back, I was like, wow, OK, he was really freaking out more than I thought he was at the wedding. And there were some um, his. uh we call them OTFs, but his um, like solo moments with the camera when he's saying she's pretty, but she's not, I think he says she's not out of this. She didn't blow me away or something. And I just felt like it's not, you don't have to say that again with his honesty. Like you don't have to say she didn't blow me away. That, that's just something I would never say. I mean, your boy had a bandaid on his head. I mean, <laughs> like, very compelled to mention it, but I'm not going to embarrass him and mention it and dwell on the Band-Aid, but he chose to dwell on me and what he was expecting. So I had a hard time watching that. And then he says something about, he mentions it and um, it's it's on camera and the words are at the bottom of the screen, like subtitles of what he's saying. But he's saying something like, 
he feels like I'm mainstream and my family is just too accepting already of him. And I was like, well, what do you want us to do? Spit in your face? Like we just got married. Um, so I was, I was very hurt. I actually had a very rough time for a couple weeks and, um, he reached out to me, um, right after that episode aired and said, I just want you to know, I am so sorry. I, I was freaking out. I have a lot to work on and I'm working on it and you didn't deserve that. Um, it took me about another two weeks to respond and just let him know I was, I was just digesting it and that's okay. And, uh, we were just all in a really crazy situation. So to judge him for that was also hard. I have to say, I, he got in his own way so many times. It's like, I, I, on as a stand-up comedian, I have a joke about my boyfriend. He's so brutally honest where I say lie to me. I don't need to hear every little granular truth in your head. Just because it's honesty doesn't mean that I need to hear it and that it's important for you to say it. And I feel like he was just so, I think, trying to be like a contrarian with the process and the experiment. Yeah. And like, don't don't put me in the this corner or this hole or this box that I'm going to be you know, and then I think, unfortunately, he did get the hang of it, but it was too yeah. late at that point. And that's where I feel I just wish he had, you know, uh, maybe his sister-in-law should have been like watching, you know, giving him like put an earbud in his ear and giving him notes or something. <laughs> maybe he wouldn't have screwed it up as bad because I think he got there. It was just too late. And I guess that's what I really want to ask you, because. I know that there are some feelings or it was kind of like the, you know, what it could have been that, I mean, if, if you fast forwarded several weeks and none of this stuff happened in the beginning and he didn't have that conversation with your sister, cause I'm wondering about that because it seems yeah. like your family's very close. You're very close with yeah. your sister. That's a hard thing that even if after that, you're like, you know what? Uh, to your sister and your your mom and dad, I think I'm going to stick with them. At that point, they've heard so many things. So how yeah. how is that with your family? Like how much influence, not influence, but how did that work for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, love my family to death. I mean, we're all extremely close. I would do anything for them and them for me. And they have watched me really suffer in relationships over and over again. And when you make me suffer on national television, it's going to be really hard to get them in your corner. So how, how am I, I'm already not feeling great about the romantic parts of the marriage and a lifelong partner. My, on top of that, my family has seen what you've put me through over the last eight weeks. Um, it, it would be extremely hard to just sell them on him when they can, they're watching every week. They can see what's happening. And I just feel like once you kind of say you're not attracted to my sister or my daughter, and then you say that um, I need her to be more laid back or wear her hair different or her makeup different. It's going to be an uphill battle to get my family on your side. Yeah. Um, and again, I think I said this at uh, what we call pool gate, but that night at the pool, I said uh, I this was an opportunity to get to know me and to get to know my family through my uh, my sister. And he chose to talk about him and to 
ask for advice on how to get me to change. So I think um, even if the sister conversation didn't happen, I just still think it would have been a very hard uphill battle to, for us to, to work. Yeah. Now for pool gate, I think I called it a fire pit earlier, but um, there were a lot of gates. There was shirt gate. <laughs> there were um, for pool gate. I did have a question about that because yeah. until the end, when we really saw what I now realize Alexis was probably putting up with more than we saw, uh, like at the mm-hmm. reunion when we saw a yeah. different side of Justin. Um, yeah. You know, there were times where we felt that she stirred the pot, which we're going to talk to her about, too. Um, So when you got that phone call and then you sat down, did you talk to Morgan and Alexis both? Did they both know what was going on when it was brought back up to him? Great question. Um, So we were miked, all of us, that night from the second I got off the phone with my sister Um, I remember getting home and seeing Mitch. I really had done my, like my hair and my makeup and it looked really cute. Yeah. And every boyfriend I've ever had would be like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. You look great. And of course, Mitch is crickets, which is fine. I mean, I, I I knew it by then. Um, (laughs) so it was conversation with sister back home to Mitch crickets, uh, for like five seconds. I had to run out the door and go down to the pool. They mic'd me right away. So from the moment we're mic'd. Um, or we get down there till the end of the night, we are on camera. So um, I'm trying to remember, there's a little scene where I'm in the hot tub with Morgan, Morgan. and I think Alexis is near. And I definitely mentioned something where um, they don't, they did not know the whole sister and the no makeup and all of that. But I, I think I said one sentence that was like, I am just so tired of feeling like he's not attracted to me because of wearing makeup and not being this hippie surfer girl. I said like one sentence like that. So there was no plan to uh, bring it up or any meddling, but they could see how upset I was. Um, and then since we, you know, we didn't know the experts were, were there, we were just chit chatting by the fire and they just knew how fed up I was. Um, and yeah, they, they, they definitely, they didn't seem as surprised as, as Mitch did. Yeah. Well, no, that's good to know. Cause I was so curious. I was like, they felt like yeah. they knew, but it didn't seem planned, but it, I, I felt like yeah. Alexis that, so what you're saying is she picked up on something had gone down and she was like, I'm going in and I'm going to, you know, call Mitch out on this. Um, yeah. And boy, mentioned it. I've watched the show from season one and I don't think I've ever seen Dr. Pepper look so scared. (laughs) That poor little, I wanted to run in into my TV and put her in my pocket. She did not know what she had gotten herself into that poor woman. No, I mean, But you know what? It's it, I was really glad to see you say I don't want to hear that from you, Doctor. Like yes. you weren't mean, yeah. you know, but you weren't you weren't going to let them placate the situation and tell Mitch that he was, you know, doing a good job as best he could. You were like, no, 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 sorry, all. And you said with all due respect or you know something to that effect. But um, yeah, yeah. she just her eyes were like, oh, I'm not getting out of this one by just <laughs> throwing out therapy terms. <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, we knew that the that was not planned at all. The Dr. Pepper coming down and just uh it was it was a mess. But you know what? It needed it needed to happen. I'm glad it happened. And I was just at I was at my breaking point. And sometimes 
our partner's best is just not good enough for us. Yeah. Oh, that's a quote. I know. I smell a t-shirt maybe. It's a merch, Chris. <laughs> no, I, um, so it, the couple's retreat was short, was, I don't know, after that, I do know that yes. in terms of timelines. And it seems like you did really like kind of let your hair down and also put on like a bald cap and you were, <laughs> you were dancing. You reminded me of, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. Just kidding. Yes. But I like loved no, it so much. You just seem to be ha- like, you seemed lighter. And I just wonder, I mean, you sort of verbalized that yourself even on the show, but just do you think that pool gate had to happen? Do you feel that after that, your, uh, interactions with Mitch and your time with him was easier? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I don't know if you guys will use this, but after pool gate, I was absolutely done. I had checked out mentally. I did not want to try anymore. I knew I had reached my limit and I was going to put on a smiling face for the rest of the experiment. And I was really excited about the couple's retreat. I thought I'm going to be my best, most fun me. And I'm not going to care what Mitch thinks. I'm going to wear whatever I want to wear, look how I want to look, have the mic, do karaoke, um, be the MC. And it was one of the most fun, definitely the most fun I ever had filming the whole eight weeks. It was so much fun. Um, And then Mitch ended up really liking that version of Christmas. Yeah, it hooked him. It was visible. It was like a visible thing where he was like, oh, no, like almost if only nothing that you guys had gone through had happened before that. And you guys started there, even though how is that possible? I feel like we'd be having a different conversation. Well, I know I I think about it, too, but. Yeah, you can't like that's that. That's yeah, that's the trick of having these like ending it on a way where you both still have so much respect for each other. There is a like, there's a loss, right? It still feels like a loss, like a painful thing. Cause you're like, I do care about this person and it's frustrating. We can't make it work. But even if you didn't say that, um, at the couple's retreat, oh, we picked up on it. Cause remember Mary, when she got out of the, out of the car and she was like, this is a big ass house and I'm going to live in a big ass house and I'm going to yeah. do my thing. And we were um, like, oh yeah, no, Mitch is, uh, Mitch is on the big old outs right now. Yeah. So uh, you guys want to hear a secret? Yes. Okay. So Friday night, um, when we, I had done that, like, wow, I love this house. I'm moving in. This is the real me. Um, and we had that awesome prom night and me and Alexis were the MCs. I mean, it was so much fun. Um, they had a hot tub and, um, I remember, so me and Mitch got in the hot tub and so did, I mean, all of us were in the hot tub at one point and the couple started leaving one by one. And then, um, production was like gathering their stuff and starting to leave. And, um, we had just had crazy pool gate, obviously. And Mitch was like, you know, I'm just, I just really like this fun Kristen. And I mean, he definitely tried to canoodle me right there in that hot tub with producers packing up and um, the head producer had like she was like what is going on here and I was like girl I don't know you know we don't make any sense uh but nothing happened but it it yeah it almost did but nothing happened the producers were like this is not bachelor in paradise you are not allowed you're not allowed to do that on this show yeah we have to pay for cleanup here okay keep on keep everything inside wow yeah well, yeah. you know, 
Only his words, in, in my view, only his words in the beginning when he was in a panic and said the thing about attraction because his actions never gave that to me. The, from, from, from the very beginning, he was attracted to you. Like, there's no question in my mind and probably no question in his mind looking back. And then you put a bathing suit on and I'm questioning my sexuality. I don't like, you know, I don't know. I honestly, he's, he was just panicked. I mean, and a crappy excuse too. It's not, it's not an excuse. You deserve way more than that, but oh man, we could have had a hot tub gate. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's really all good. I mean, I have no regrets. I, I think There is, I do wish that I was able to have those one-on-one private conversations with him sometimes instead of in a group setting, but we're being filmed. Everything's on camera. And sometimes I felt more heard in a group setting than just me, him, and Dr. Pepper. I felt like I was just not being heard. And then when I lose my mind, then there's real change. So it is what it is. Well, that's interesting, though, because those are the moments where he sort of claimed he felt ganged up on. And you're like, those are the only moments that he I could get you to to really listen. And it almost makes sense with his personality, which is not, you know, that's not it's not it's not ideal. But it's like he has to almost feel sort of attacked to then come out on the other side and be like, oh, I see what I was doing. But it's it's at first he's going to be defensive. and, And that's unfortunately one of his big downfalls, it feels like, too. Yeah. Well, and it's that sort of reaction. That's why we all we love reality TV. You know, you don't he doesn't have time to sort of think before he speaks and and blurters are either coveted or hated. And, you know, I think I'm just the way that you handled him in those situations. I just can't say it enough. And but 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 not in a way that you didn't stand up for yourself too. It was just a perfect amount. And that's why I think somebody like him really does treasure that authenticity in you. And, and it was just really apparent and yeah, I'll move on. I'll let it on. Are you dating? (laughs) Are you in New York right now? What are you doing? I was just telling Sarah earlier, um, I'm on pause with my plans to New York due to my promotion being on hold, but Um, it should be December 1st should be like my start date with the same, um, company, but just a new role and it's in New York. So I'm definitely dating. Um, but you know what I'm, this experience has shown me, I don't take any crap from guys. There's not going to be any, Oh, do you want to come over? Absolutely not. I don't want to go to your house. I don't want to see it ever, by the way. Um, not, I don't want to see your dirty stove. Right? I don't want to yeah. see your dirty stove. <laughs> you have to really work to get a date with me. And then I want you to plan it. I want you to tell me where I'm going to meet you. You are not going to come and pick me up on the first date. And if I don't like something, um, I'm going to very respectfully, of course, let you know what I don't like. And I'm going to tell you what I want out of this relationship. So I have to give it to Married at First Sight for really showing me um, that whatever I want in a relationship, in a man, in a partner, I can get it. I need to set clear boundaries and clear expectations from the jump. And that's what I'm doing. See, that's good Good to hear because there are times where like, why did they screw this up so bad? And we get mad at the show and mad. So it is good. And this season, I think we acknowledged that about you, even on our like uh, and the finale that we were like, 
she came at least I you and Mitch both I feel like came out the with the most clarity about yourselves and what you want, even if it wasn't together. Um and on that end, can I ask you a question about Morgan? Sure. <laughs> we we were hard on Morgan, admittedly, and I hope I'm scared to ever run into her. But um <laughs> Me too. it it confused us because we would see the girls all be so close and we were like, we're obviously missing a side of Morgan. And Totally understand you're on TV. Totally understand you're getting filmed all the time and and, and shit's going to happen. Like that's, that's understandable. When you watched any of it back, and this isn't, I'm not asking you to say anything negative, but when you watched yeah. it back and saw sort of why people were reacting to Morgan in certain ways, sort of the, you know, the, the throwing down the flowers and sort of the, it felt not, it just felt like she wouldn't let some things go with Ben, even though I understand she was hurt. Did watching that back, did that change any perspective for you on their relationship? Like what happened between them? Yeah. So, um, you have to keep in mind, I know you guys know this, but the girls, we hung out at least once a week. We were super tight. Ben, I've had a chance now to hang out with Ben more. He is wonderful. I mean, he oh. is the sweetest little teddy bear He's going to find love. We're all going to be good. The last thing I'll say about Morgan is that I think we all thought we were going to be ready for this level of commitment and this level of documentation. And I think maybe a part of her realized that it was a lot and it is a lot. And some of us can deal with that and deal with high stress. And, and maybe she just didn't deal with it very well. And that's okay. Do you, um, I know we only have a half hour with you, so we'll let you go. Okay. But do you have um, relationships with other me- uh, old cast members? Because it feels like everyone always kind of connects from other, you know, you know, previous casts and stuff. I am seeing, um, Cl- I've never met them, but I'm seeing Clara and Virginia. And on Saturday, I am going to see them. But we just chat via Instagram. I haven't um, met them yet. So I'm going to see them. Um, you know, when you when you go public, a lot of people friend you. So I got a lot of friend requests from a ton of previous um, castmates. I do know, um, <laughs> I do know, Mark the Shark has reached out via adding me. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but oh, he's, yeah, on, on quite a lot of okay. different forums on Instagram, um, which you know is is very flattering. I think he's an incredible guy. Um, I just feel like I'm in my this is what I want era, and I as I figure that out. Um, I'm just looking for like a very specific, the right person for me that I know is going to be a very long, fruitful marriage. So, yeah, um, we loved Mark the shark, um, but I don't see, I don't think that's the right match. Yeah. If I was an expert, which I should be, I wouldn't match you guys. Well, but we do want, I do want to go with drinks with you, Clara and Virginia though. Sorry, Mary, go ahead. We have (laughs) talked about that. No, it's gonna, I mean, I can only imagine here you go on the show for this long-term commitment, you know, you want marriage and then you, as the, when the show wraps up, unfortunately it didn't work out for a marriage with you, but I can only imagine your DMs. It's gotta, you're gonna really, I'm glad you have a good head on your shoulders, girl, because you're going to have a lot to weed through. I have a feeling. <laughs> I think you're going to have so much. So be picky. Just 
Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what to do. I'm going to be picky. That's what it yeah. is. I, you might have to take some sort of test, maybe a new questionnaire before you go out with me. And not, I'm not settling for any less. Questionnaire, you- STD. I'll, I'll do it <laughs> if you want. I'll set up some sort of like applicant type of thing. I was exactly. going to say, put them on a Zoom with Mary and I, and then we'll be like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. really. really. Uh, oh. Mary, do you have any other questions? While we have I Kristen? mean, I have 46 more, but I'm not going to do that to her <laughs> because we are respectful of your time, but we are just so happy that Thank we got you. to talk to you. Yeah. This yeah. Was so fun. Thanks for Luna taking the time. Here. I know. We love Luna. Yeah. And we learned about the wrinkle. We're so, we're, you know, I, if I, now I know you got to clean a wrinkle. Never knew it. Never knew it. I know. I yeah, love, I, know. A, I love a pug, but I don't think, I don't know. I'm a, got a little Stasha in me. I don't know if I could do it, but I, I love, <laughs> I love her. And, um, yeah, this was awesome. We just really appreciate you and hope to see you in person sometime. Yeah, absolutely. New York City. Let's go. Lower East Side to go to a jazz club, get some drinks. Heck I love yeah. it. Next time Perfect. we're doing stand up in New York, Sarah. We'll That's right. right. Absolutely. I will come see you guys. Yes. yes. Um, thank you so much, Kristen. Oh, oh, that was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen, for joining us. We had a blast with her. Um, now we're going to do it, Mary. We're going to talk. Love is MF and blind. MF and blind, Sarah. So I just have to say to any listeners, Sarah, you were ahead of me in your binge watching. So I had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good TV for me to catch up on. Although I basically quit my life and quit personal relationships for like two days. But holy sweet fancy Jesus, am I glad I did? Um, it was really, you know, people in our podcasters group, like I mentioned, they were all uh, talking about it. And we, I do, I watch it, but I just hadn't started it until recently. And then I was glad that I was caught up in time to really sort of be on, on it when the reunion aired because, um, yeah, just, I mean, where do we start? Do you just want to start with the order of the, of the weddings slash non-weddings? Um, yeah. Like a, yeah. Uh, SK and Raven. Okay. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> Wait, I, okay. Yes. I, I have so many thoughts. I'm so sorry. I'm a poor communicator, which is probably a bad characteristic for somebody who's co-host of a podcast, but I, they, I was so affected by them, by this wedding, by the outcome. My thoughts for her were a little bit roller coastery throughout the, the 12 episodes. Yep, I had same. a feeling in the beginning about her. By the end, I literally think she's the most genuine, authentic want, you know, just so many thoughts. So I don't know. I just had to say that. No, I, I agree. And that's what I think, you know, since, um, obviously this is a, 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 a packed episode. So when we do go over and keep doing bonus content for Patreon and we can probably even kind of go back and talk about little things from the season too, that we want to add yeah. in. But, um, I, I, I agree with you. She, she came off a certain way. And then by the end, I really liked her. There were still moments that I felt that she was an asshole at times when, when they were together, you know, like sometimes the way she would talk to him or, 
in the kitchen, there was like, I just, there was just a couple of things or when she hated him snoring. And at one point she was like, that's, he asked what something was. And she's like, that's a beat. She just, a couple of times she could still yeah. be a yeah, little bit a little, plotty. Yeah. But I agree with you. She really did come across as the most authentic by the end. And I think she just owns who she is and she's a beautiful girl. And I thought that I really felt that she was truly in love with him at the end and him with her. And at the end of the day, they're just in these, in a difficult position to, to get married, but at least we know they're still dating. I know. I was shook when he said no. And turns out she was also, and turns out he was a little bit too, as the words were a crawl, you know, force forcing themselves out of his face against his will. Um, That was, that was, and then hearing that on the reunion that like, he literally didn't know what he was going to say till right that moment. And that, and that Raven really didn't either. I mean, that, that's sort of that part in reality TV where I, you you could almost be like, yeah, right. But I do believe them. I believe that that was a game time decision and just the way his, his mother was comforting her after he said, no, I am obsessed with his mom yes. to almost an unhealthy degree. She, <laughs> She was so sweet. And when she was like mouthing, I do, I do. When she was sitting in the audience, she really, she really, and I, and that's one thing too, that can, I I feel like if, if you were on the fence about Raven and I know, you you know, from the beginning when she was doing jumping jacks when someone was spilling their heart out and shit like that, like if you're on the fence about her, you see this, this sweet angel lady, uh, SK's mom and you, she approves of her, then Okay, me too. Because yes, yes. yeah, I feel like, like that she, woman could see your soul for some reason. <laughs> oh, oh, with her eyes closed. Yeah, you can't. You're not getting away with much around SK's mom at all. And it's funny you brought up like the whole jumping jack thing with her early on with Bartise. I didn't realize how much I didn't care for him at the time when she was doing <laughs> the jumping jacks. I so didn't like either. when that, yeah, when that was happening, I'm like, what a bitch like this guy's like pouring his heart and again it was rude i mean he could hear her over there you know getting her heart rate up i mean it (laughs) seemed like an inopportune time to get a quick workout in but um yeah like that affected what i thought about her but then later as i'm like oh he kind of sucks maybe she knew that too and thought let me save some time i could have a drink later while this guy's yammering on uh, totally. I think because it was funny because when he quote unquote broke up with her in the pods, she did seem to kind of be pissed off about it. And so I, I was back. I wasn't sure how she felt about him, but now that I've seen it all, I feel like she probably was just like, uh, I was going to say no to you. Like why you, you, she was almost like mad that he broke up with her first. She was probably like, no, 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 you don't get to break up with me. Like, I don't want to date you either. Like, right. That right, was probably totally. more of it. Yeah. Because yeah. she, she even when she saw him, because there was a second where I thought they were going to get flirty at the pool, and then I, I realized I was like she she doesn't like this guy. She doesn't. <laughs> she can't stand yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, I think she she knew what we took a few more episodes to learn that he at first I because I thought like oh he's kind he's handsome you know he's he's got some energy he's got a little little game, little this. And then I was like, oh, he's just kind of annoying. I don't know. He, yeah. he didn't do it. He's not my cup of tea. But um, no, 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 no. You know, 
You know what else I loved so much at the reunion? They do a good reunion. Uh, they do a good reunion. Vanessa. Yeah, they do. And um, but when when SK, they really did take it. They, I feel well, not like the only ones, but the whole love is blind. Love is blind. The fact that SK admitted that he had no idea what Pilates is. So when she's like, yeah, I'm a Pilates instructor. Like he didn't know that that meant she 99 percent chances has a sick body he, like he, right. he said he had to look it up and i think that's so funny i know yeah it is interesting i it was funny when he admitted that and but he dove right in because she started teaching him you know she made him do pilates right away or something i was like all right that's i think that's why i was sometimes back and forth i'm like is this girl just trying to promote her pilates business or something because what's going on but um well yeah, when she's like Pilates Raven is different, isn't the same as uh, Romantic Raven or whatever the fuck word she used. And I want to be like, well, that's that's unfortunate. You're not <laughs> able to throw on some yoga pants or whatever and still have your same personality. Like you have to be a dick. I see. Right. I'll tell you what. That's why I could never do a boot camp. I'd start crying. I don't know how <laughs> people do shit like that. I know. Um, this show is so full of amazing stock songs. You know how I am obsessed yeah, with all the stock songs. I thought songs. of you. Yeah. What did you find? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there was so many and I can't, I wish I could ke- have kept them all in my brain, but I was with 12 episodes. Eventually they just started falling, like coming in my brain and then falling out. But when they, when Raven and SK broke up, and the mom oh. was like comforting him or whatever. And then all of a sudden the song was like, I knew the day would come when we would say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. You know, I never got the tunes right. But, oh, um, that's but the it best was part. Of yeah. Oh. oh, it was really this. This whole show is just full of one after the other uh, for that. But um, I was. I was definitely surprised that she, the way she took it when he said no was very sweet. Um, Yes. And so there was a minute where I thought maybe he had given her advance notice. This is what I'm going to do, whatever. But then she did say on the reunion, she was completely unprepared for that. Yeah. And and then like the sobbing, crying after. And well, I... There was the one scene, and again, I don't know which episode, but when when he meets her friends, her girl, her two girlfriends, and it comes up that he's going to go to California for grad school, and then they were like, "No, like that's not going to work." I thought like that really is kind of a a big downer for her, you know. I mean, like I, that hadn't even crossed my mind. I just thought, "Oh, they'll just long distance; it's fine." But then when he brought up that, well, she was not even something about her being inflexible like she's not even considering moving to California that that was something he had to think about and I guess I I just don't put too much thought into it I'm just like they're in love they'll make it work but well it's it is interesting because he did say a few times that she was inflexible and she had said things like not wanting certain things in her lifestyle to change and they do some things do have to change when you join your life with someone. You don't have to lose yourself, but you know what I mean? Like some, some things do have to change obviously. And, and sometimes that is about finances depending on what each of you are going through. But, um, with the long distance thing, if, you know, SK and Raven, if you're listening, I spent the first 
well, still, but basically I've had a, <laughs> a long distance marriage for years and it can totally work. Um, so when I first met my husband, we weren't in the same state and we figured it out. And even now we spend a lot of time apart, sometimes several months of the year. So no, I mean, it's not on purpose. It's because of work, guys. Don't anyone, don't anyone start, don't start any rumors. Say, no, you guys are great. You make it work and it looks really inviting. So inviting that I sometimes wonder if maybe Mark wouldn't want to start looking for some career opportunities somewhere a little further <laughs> from where I am. I'm not saying I'm like, you know, but it's, it looks nice. It, it, you know, it can work. I'm just letting her know it can definitely work. Um, I, for some reason, it really made me laugh when she was like, um, you know, our love and everything. It's just like, it's just like a movie. And I wanted to be like, well, it's a, it is a TV show. <laughs> it is an unscripted slash yeah TV show. So you're real close. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know why it made me cute. laugh. I'm like, this isn't, uh, yeah, this isn't normal. It is on TV. So it's, I mean, it's not a, you're right. It's not a movie, but it is a TV show. Just FYI. <laughs> it's entertainment for all of us very much. And, uh, no, I was so happy though to hear that that they are together now. And one other, I want to say one other thing about her. She handled the whole thing when um Bertice was like talking about how hot she was or how she was, you know, oh, I knew you'd be hot or whatever. He he was so eloquently said. Oh. She didn't she really um she's a striking woman. I mean, she's beautiful. She knows it, but like she works hard, you know, and she's fit and blah, blah, blah. But she didn't like let that go to her head. Anything. She literally was like, okay, next, like get she, out of your system. It was, I was very sort of refreshed by that for her. You, you know what? A hundred percent. And I do, I like Colleen, but in that moment when she was sort of letting the flirtation, uh, you know, with, uh, with uh, Cole, um, yeah. get sort of where it made. I mean, we'll get into that, but um, I, I, I appreciated that. Um, Raven has this. This I think it must be a self confidence thing because she has the confidence to be like, "You're not making me. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to disrespect my partner here. We're not going to. I'm not going to flirt back with you and say shit that's going to make that I wouldn't want him to say to someone else. You know. So right. I appreciated that. And I'm not saying that Colleen handled it the way she did because she has low self-esteem. I'm just saying that the, 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 the ability to kind of put your foot down like that and be like, I'm not engaging in this. Um, yeah. It's yeah. good because that's what your partner would want. And everyone's different. And listen, sometimes I, I, you know, I would probably be like Colleen. I'd be like, Oh my God, do you really think so? Like I'd probably get all uncomfortable and like start sweating yeah. and um, which I think <laughs> is what happened to her. But uh, I did appreciate, yeah, especially with him. And I didn't want him, I didn't want her to give him any satisfaction either. Yeah. Yeah. So, because if he said one more time that they are good, they look good together on paper when people walk in, they'd be like, oh, yeah, those two, those. And I'm like, nobody fucking thinks that except you. Shut up. Also, I don't think anybody looks good with a dangling cross earring. Just one. <laughs> That's just me. It's a bugaboo of mine from the 90s. I don't like it now. And it, it's all I could see or hear anytime he was wearing it. I think because he became so obnoxious that the the bugaboo, as you say, yeah. I don't know what that means, but I like it. Um, 
I don't know. That, the earring and the man bun on the reunion, I couldn't take mm-hmm. any of it. And if I liked him, I probably wouldn't have even noticed those things. But if since- I liked him, I'd be walking around with one cross dangling off of one <laughs> ear. You know how I am. I fall yeah. hard. I fall quick. But I just didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't like I it at all. And <sighs> um, yeah, no thanks. Well, she looked absolutely stunning on the wedding day, too. And um <sighs> I think they we can kind of move on from them. But before that, I'd say since they are going to be spending some time apart, you know, we, we should probably tell her about Dame, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you. Yeah, because she could even just incorporate it while they do a little FaceTime. But listen, I am so comfortable talking about Dame, an entry level vibrator that has become <laughs> my best friend. And it's the dip. Oh, the dip from Dame. I'm mm-hmm. Dame Judy Drench, but the product is called the dip. Dip, dip, hooray. And it is wonderful. Five speeds, real quiet, just a really nice time. Very, yeah. very, uh, all I know is it's really helped my anxiety. Sweet release. That's all I'm it saying. Is- it's that's very true, and I since it is quiet, she could even use it during Facetime, and maybe he wouldn't even know if she wanted to. Um, but not that I've ever done that before. But um, all of a sudden, you just hear <laughs> while while we're sitting here. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're <laughs> we are big fans of Dame's products. They have sent us a few, and we have done our due diligence and tried them out and we can stand behind these products. So if you want to try the dip, it's only $49. And of course we have a promo code, my podcast. So you go to dameproducts.com and you get 15% off using my podcast, all one word, not case sensitive. They have also other great things on there. I mean, it is the holiday season. So maybe get yourself and a couple of your friends uh, to take a dip. Dameproducts.com. Use code my podcast at checkout. Um, Nancy and Bartiz, is that since we were talking about him? Yes. We? Let's yeah. just get into it. I <sighs> I mean, I I I did see a tweet you I think when you were watching and you said Nancy's brother for president or something. <laughs> I loved her family. <laughs> I he did not deserve one pinky toenail of of Nance of sweet little Nancy pants. I I know she's so positive. You know, I think that's one thing about her is just she's so positive. Like even when he would say something that was basically complete shit, basically telling her that, um, you know, him and Raven would look so good together, and Raven so smoking, and all the things after he met Raven, and just going off. She just like kept smiling. Oh, <laughs> I was like, my... I would have, yes, t- taken that earring. Mm-hmm. I would have, I w- would have stabbed his eyes out with it, and then I don't know what else. I can't think of what I would have done. But he would have. I would have just gotten up and walked away. But she was just like, okay, I'm glad you guys look great together. I'm glad that's so great. Good for you. I'll tell you what, talk about, and again, I don't know if she was just like browning out and going to a safe place, but her eyes were still open. Like she was just an autopilot, like one of those like animatronic 
dolls or something because she would just not. Yes. Smoke show. Sure. Yeah. If you wanted to stick your dick in somebody, it would be Raven. But you'd like me to draw you a warm bath. And like he just kept giving these examples like, yeah, like you and me, you know, we're emotionally connected. We we have fun. We laugh. But yeah, if I really want to fuck or, you know, it was just so much. And she took it and she never like Unlike, let's say, uh, Zay, which we'll get into, she never took anything he said and let it change her, I guess, attitude towards him. Well, it's like you said, she was so positive and, oh, I just, I'm so glad that it went the way it did, even though it was hurtful for her. Yes. I mean, yeah, there was a point where I was like, is she just going to? snap, right? Like she's going to be so positive and just be like, yeah, great. And then it's all of a sudden she just going <laughs> to, I don't know, just yeah, like just body check him. Like I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't sit there and listen to him the way that she did. So she has the patience of, I don't know what, because good for her. I mean, yes, her brother I, I'm obsessed with. I, mm-hmm. The one thing about her brother though, that I <laughs> Cause he had a chip on his shoulder from the beginning um, about the whole thing. I loved him at the, at mm-hmm. the wedding and we'll get into it. But the one thing I will say is when he was grilling him about, well, what if she gains 400 pounds? Are you still going to love her? I was like, well, I mean, 400 pounds is like a problem, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. She's, already, she's probably like 120 or something. Right. I don't know. I'm not going to guess a woman's well, weight, she's but a I, little thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying like you add another four. So now you're talking 500 something pounds. Um, yeah. She's as so, wide as she is tall at that point. She's just yeah. like a, a, a circular thing. She can't, they need a forklift to get her in and out of the apartment. I mean, that's yeah. a different story. It's like, if there's a, obviously if there's a medical condition, there's the, but just the extreme, like, well, what if she gains 400 pounds? I was like, well, yeah. I mean, once, <laughs> I mean, it's not really about whether or not you. At least, I mean, you don't want her to die, so you probably don't want her to gain four hundred pounds. Just, just because, yeah, you, right? You're going past the whole love is blind experiment at that point. You're, you're, you're being like death is imminent. At the, <laughs> that's the yeah. new show. If she gains four hundred pounds, yeah. I mean, I. Okay, tell me this when. Oh, okay, that fucking Andrew guy, the one that the whole we, uh, you know, the eye drops, yada yada, jerk off motion. What a douche! But um, I felt like it was after Bartice saw Nancy talking to him. That's when he sort of turned things a little bit. Is that did did you feel that? Yes, yes. You mean like he went the- back to wanting to kiss her and shit and back to like being affectionate. Yeah, like all of a sudden he acted like he was jealous because she was talking to Andrew. Yeah. And I could that guy, I mean, we'll go off about that too. We can talk a little we can touch mm-hmm. a little bit more on him on the on the bonus stuff since it was since it all has already happened and you know, we're we're kind of trying to keep to the reunion here in the finale. But um she he, I was worried that she was going to be like gullible with Andrew, but then I think she said, I think she said something. She's got a little uh, piss and vinegar in her uh, that, that I didn't see. Mm. She said something to Andrew where he, where she was like, everyone, you know, people just keep (laughs) talking about how smart you are. And I just don't get it. She said something like that. And I was like, she she did. Yeah. I liked that. 
Yeah, she 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 threw some shade. I mean, that's an old term. The kids, I don't even think they use it anymore. But I felt that. I definitely mm-hmm. felt that. She does. She has a little, she's a feisty little. Well, she gets it from her mom. Because I'll tell you what, I wouldn't stand up to her mom or uh, anything. No, um, her mom, the, the, when she was like, basically, I can, you know, I think she said she has her own bail bonds company, bonds company, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. she was like, and I can, yeah, if you're lying, I can. I can tell. And I was just like, oh, I her whole family needs their sp- a spinoff at this point. Oh, they absolutely do. I, again, I love Nance. thought she was a sweetheart. I think she, you know, I think she. I mean, the fact that she said yes to for me, it's like she just wanted him to want her so she wants to be we all want to be wanted i don't know i mean i think deep down by the reunion she knows she dodged you to want me i need need you um sorry no she did she did want him to don't ever apologize for magic like that sarah uh the one thing that i can't handle from her though do you know what it is what I'm going to say it to you. Um, this airs on Thursday. And when I see first thing I see you, I'm going to say, let's get Liddy titty. <laughs> I knew. And then I'm that- going to bash my head into a fucking actual bar top. Uh, I would rather. Let's get Liddy Titty makes me want to. I would rather get a fucking, I don't know, surgery in my asshole with no drugs than have someone use that on the reg. It made me I, sick. Can I tell you, when she said that, I was like, Mary is about to rip her own boobs off and throw them at the TV. She hates I'm this. I'm serious. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it because I even titty. noted it. Yeah, she's like, I'm just going to get Liddy Titty at the back. I want to get Liddy Titty. Liddy Titty. (laughs) Oh, that makes me want to rip my own larynx out. Yeah, I knew that that was going to get to you. And listen, Nancy is a doll and she says things like that. And that's it is what it is. And if we could change one thing about her, we would we would ask her never to say things like that again. But we don't want her to change. And Mm -hmm. uh I agree with you, though, that it was kind of a bummer for her to say yes to him because he sucks. Um, Yeah. Just what he I mean, the the, the whole thing with like him showing, you know, her sending him these gifts. And I was like, why did I was I supposed to understand why why he gave her or she gave him a lint roller? Was I supposed to know what that was I, about? It's funny that you say that because I have no idea either. He did explain it later, but I don't think we were supposed to get it until he explained it. Or he explained it, meaning it was just something that he needed at one time during this whole process. Yeah. When he starts explaining things, I was basically t- tuning out because I, I was well, over him by that point. But it was, yeah, it was like the vitamins because she was he was taking her vitamins. So she got him his vitamins and... It was just, she was thought, the point is she was thoughtful and then he sent her a shot, I think. Yeah. Which is the nicest thing he did, the whole, the whole experiment. Um, I, that's when I knew he was going to say no. Cause you know how, you know, okay. When he was talking to his boys, you know, before the wedding, he's talking to his groomsmen or friends and he says something like, 
now I can't remember what it was, but he brings up something about, oh, something they were going to do after the wedding. Oh, oh, I know. He kept going. You guys have your speeches ready. Do you guys have your speeches ready? And yeah. I'm like, why is he asking that? And I was like, oh, that means they're, they're going to get married or like he's expecting it to go to a reception. But it felt very forced to me. So then after he receives the little gifts from Nancy that really got him, um, that's when he started crying in the bathroom. And he was saying, it's the little stuff that keeps me cu- keeps me coming back. And God, she's a great fucking girl. And he, he kept saying, fuck, fuck. And I was like, oh, that means he's up. He's not crying because he feels lucky and he's a nice guy and he's going to do the right thing. He's crying because he's feeling conflicted. Yeah, I agree with that. And it was, um, I, I, I guess I just, if he was going to say no the, and he knew it, and I mean, this is obviously I know that's part of the show is they don't get to let each other off the hook beforehand. They have to do it at the altar or whatever. But she did seem surprised that he said no. I mean, she yeah. another situation where that's another moment where I was like, is this girl just the nicest person in the world or is she just always on the edge of snapping? Because she when he said no and I and when he said I don't. She gave like a pageant smile <laughs> to the crowd yes. and was yes. like, okay, so I'm going to go now. And I, I'm his brother. I'm, I mean, I'm her brother. If I'm in, yeah. he was like, what the fuck are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> I, I mean, know, I know. And, and the way the mom it was said, you know what? You were right. You were right to the brother. And he's like, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. I mean, it was, I know it was so I felt that I loved the fact that the mom just she she was like, I'm just going to keep coming back here and they're going to keep telling me to leave. And she's like, hello. Hey, just checking on you. Hey, wanna- <laughs> <laughs> and I, I he got annoyed with the mom. And I'm like, you know what, asshole? You don't get to get annoyed with the mom. Yeah. She wants to come the way ch- just- yes. Yeah. I did not like the way he was responding to anybody in her family. Um, I understand that he was trying to say, hey, this is between us. I need to talk to Nancy right now. But. Yeah, he was when the brother, the brother uh, called him a punk. I was like, yes, that's the perfect fucking word. And then my hear <laughs> when the brother said, uh, you're going to do all this and waste my motherfucking time. <laughs> and I just anytime anybody can sneak motherfuck, motherfucking anything in on a you know, national platform like that. I just say thank you. Um Oh God! Because then he was like, even he was, uh, Bartise was even saying to the brother, he's like, you know, you're 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 screwing this up, you're screwing this up. But the brother was like, uh, you brought her to the altar just to say no, and I'm the one that fucked it up. I'm right. fucking it up. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, I have to be honest. I'm not the smartest person in the world. Um, we know this, and it's not like, oh, poor me. It's just the truth <clears throat> with common sense. When Nancy and Bartise went and got what the bracelets permanently, whatever on their wrists, I thought they I was like, what are they doing? They're going to meld them into their skin because he kept saying like, oh, this is more permanent than a tattoo. And I'm like, well, how? Not really, because she ripped that fucking thing off right <laughs> right there I was like, here you go. Leave it at the yeah. venue. Yeah. Yeah, she sure did. I wasn't I didn't really understand any of that, to be honest with you. No, um, but yeah, so we're on the same page. We're both either just dumb or we just didn't care enough to try to figure out what was happening. 
Well, I mean, honestly, when you watch enough of these shows long enough, your brain actually does sort of just dissolve into mush, you know, and it's important to kind of look for ways to help with that. That's right. And we have something that does. Mary, can you name the four best dishes to order at a Mexican restaurant according to popular survey answers? It's a lot of pressure, Sarah. Maybe (laughs) I can tell you my four favorite, but I don't know why. Well, because we have fun frenzy trivia and it's super fun. That's why it's called it is, fun. <laughs> well, it is fun. And I'll tell you what, whether I know the best food to order at a Mexican restaurant due to popular survey answers or not, I do know a lot of the different 60 categories that they offer, including music, TV, animals, celebrities. And it's fun because I like a challenge. And if you can beat the clock, you move on to the next level. I love a next level. So if you guys want Fun Frenzy Trivia, just go to the Apple or Google store, search for Fun Frenzy Trivia, download it for free, and flex your brain muscles. Okay, should we talk about coal? I mean, we can because I... What? Coal and Zenab. 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 Um, I think we... Zay. Zay? Did I ever tell you that this is very dumb? I'll make it very brief. When I was young, there was a girl in my um, elementary class and she said she spoke Chinese. And I was I was like, no, she doesn't. And then she said she'd teach me and she would just say, Zai Zeri, Zao Zar Zhu. And so every time someone said Zay, it, that reminded me of this girl, Becky. But neither here nor there. Let's talk about Cole. Okay. I mean, look, I, I have plenty of thoughts about him from from like the start of the show but like I know we're focusing kind of on the end here and and we can talk more about that um forever (laughs) yes I know yes I know Mm -hmm. yeah we'll go and we'll talk more in our bonus content I guess because we have to at least discuss the ending of of these two I he (sighs) was very immature sometimes he would put on glasses to try to seem smart um Uh. I did that too. I have those clear ones. <laughs> yeah. He's look, I I I hated the way that he flirted with Colleen. Um I, I hated the way he told uh Zay that she was a nine and Colleen and Raven were tens. I, I all of that I hated, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. And, and, and so since people have probably already discussed that topic to death, but then we're now, we're, you know, talking about the end with them. It, I did feel that he liked her. I think he loved, I don't know. I, think I thought he, he loved her, Sarah. I think he was in yeah. love with her. I think he was, I think he was absolutely floored when she pulled the rug out from underneath them at, the at the wedding and said the things that she said she pulled a full morgan she pulled a full morgan from married at first sight and like did this weird rehearsed speech some people applauded which means she obviously told them or planned it or something because you don't applaud unless you were like you know you would be in shock otherwise so i felt like i think they discussed that on the reunion but i might be wrong did they say if it was planned Well, she said she claimed she claimed about like why people clapped and stuff. She claimed that no one knew. She said that um, even her best friend, she didn't supposedly didn't let on only that people might have clapped or 
supported her because they knew the things she was upset about along the way. So it was kind of like a good for you bullshit. Right. You know? Got Which it. I I just want to say, it, and, you know, you can't you can't tell someone not to be offended by something or not to perceive something a certain way, because we all based on our experience, you know, the life we live, our experiences, it's just it's who we are. But when she was said on at the altar, you disrespected me, you insulted me, critiqued me and single handedly shattered my confidence. I that's giving someone a lot of uh, power, you know, to single handedly shatter your confidence. I didn't get that from him. I did not get any sort of intentional anything from him like that. No, she, okay. So, you know, it's, it's a tough topic because she obviously has some insecurities and those were from the beginning. So she constantly critiqued her own body. She would say things like, I'm never going to, and this, I, I believe, and I might be wrong because I just watched 40 million episodes in <laughs> a couple days, but yeah. I, I believe that she even started saying like, I'm never going to look like Colleen. I don't have a body like Colleen before he even made the weird, the, the, the comments later about Colleen being a 10 and flirting with her in the pool. Like she was already comparing herself to everyone. And that yes. sucks. You know, it's a yes. shitty headspace to be in. Um, but I, 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 agree with you. I don't think you can say you single-handedly shattered my self-confidence. Like this, you, you came in with, she came in with those self-confidence issues. Obviously the, the times that he was, uh, uh, what's the word? Not in, not, um, I don't know, just that inconsiderate the times that he would say things that obviously didn't help. But like you said, you can't give some, you can't say someone single-handedly did this because you came in with this and she's like, First of all, John and I, John and I were watching the reunion last night and, uh, or a couple nights ago. And when she's a flight attendant and John looked at me and he was like, that's the flight attendant that won't give you a takeoff drink. And are you serious? <laughs> are you serious, Sarah? Yeah. He was like, she's the kind of flight attendant that won't oh, give you a like, oh, takeoff drink. Oh, I thought drink. you meant there was one that was in your, in your no, no, radar. No, 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 no. I was like, <laughs> oh my, oh, cause that's hysterical. Yeah. She, it, she will not. She will it really made me laugh. Trick. Yeah, like we joke about. Uh, oh, that's funny. About, and I know that obviously flight attendants have a way bigger job than save. So save your save your comments. I get it, but it's just a joke that we have. We're like, oh, that's the kind of fun that's not going to give you a takeoff. Trick. Give you like a take. Oh, that's so funny. I'm that <laughs> so. is. I'm so sorry. I ruined it with taking it literally. I'm like, oh my god, did she not give you a takeoff? Now is like, we're gonna have to write no. some emails and no, but that. No. That sums her up. That's- she just, uh, you know, and I don't want to add to a, a person who all clearly has self-esteem issues. So I, I just, the fact that she, listen, when they were making dinner or when he was going to make her dinner and that, you know, the night before they were saying yes or no at the altar. I mean, the way she came in and they showed clips. I mean, you can kind of tell production wasn't maybe her biggest fan once they started running some clips and especially that last thing. Um, yeah. But like the stemmed wine glass and she's like, fun fact, uh, stemmed wine glasses with white wine. You don't use a stemmed one because your hand keeps it warm. Like fun facts. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, all right. What was that whole passive aggressive bullshit with the, yeah. and you know what? And she reminds me of a hybrid of people I know. And also there were some parts of her that I've, 
I've recognized in me maybe 10 or 15 years ago, like, number one, I'll say this. I actually think she is more attractive than uh, what's her name? Was the well, other I just I just thought they were both beautiful. Well, I just thought no, they were, but I mean, I'm, I just don't know I'm where saying her... Colleen, like, I'm just saying, like, for her to just go on and on and on about that. It was it made no sense to me. She's a pretty girl. Like, what, yes, it gorgeous. was like you're you're you know, it just didn't I I my, it, she might not have been Cole's taste, number one, but she she would be more my taste than Colleen would just aesthetically a little curvier. Dark, like, you know, everybody has different. I just thought she was beautiful. Yeah. But um, can we talk about the cuties thing at the end? Yes, that is a hot topic. Um, oh, is yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, and uh, you know, look. First of all, just real quick, to, the, when the fact that he said that he was like, "Are you bipolar?" <laughs> was obviously oh, yeah, yeah terrible, ill timed. He, I, I believe, I've seen him apologize for it. He's like, I think, I think he thought he was making like a joke, but then he kind of actually kept asking because he was just like, "You, you, you swing this way and this way," but like, okay, let's. Just men, women, all of us, just don't, you don't ask someone something like that just because they're saying things you don't like. So that's, right. yeah, right. Uh, that was obviously, you know, a few episodes ago or whatever. But um, yeah, the cuties thing, so they they presented without comment the footage at the end. Mm-hmm. What was your takeaway? My takeaway was that it was not his comment about oh you're gonna have two we're going out to dinner later whatever had nothing to do with him implying that she's overeating implying that she needs to lose weight when he made the comment and said oh why are you trying to get in a wedding dress shape or something like that and she was like something like that she has been dealing with this uh insecurity that she has like you said before she met him and it reminds me of me where I have insecurities about my body, about food. I've always had an unhealthy relationship with food. I, whatever. You've heard me. You know me. But it reminded me like I've had that with Mark where he would say something like, oh, you're you're going to have a snack now. And it or something like that where I just go into a blind rage internally like, oh, well, fuck you. Why don't you just go ahead and call me fat then? But yeah. really, he's just trying. He's just a, it's not even in his radar. And that's what I f- see in that moment. I don't think, you know, I don't think it had anything to do with. But then it then it makes me question because Alexa is the one who was like, Oh yeah, the tangerine things, you know, or went that, that all the things that weren't shown that he body shamed her. I never saw him or they never had any, I guess, concrete examples of him body shaming her. No, because he was like, please roll it if you do. And then that's, yeah. and then they end up throwing the clem. Like, look, if you are, I don't know. I don't think that that's what he was saying. It didn't come across that way. Yeah. He was, he's like that awkward. I mean, the guy was like, when she was trying to be serious in the hot tub, like the first night, the guy was like splashing water at her. I mean, he was, you know, yeah, he's, he's like a 26 <laughs> for yeah. crying out loud. I mean, and he was yeah. like, Ooh, better save your app, uh, app or appetito or something. We're having a big dinner. Like he's just, he yeah. looked like he was spiraling because they were having a conversation and she was like not listening. And, and, and he even said, I guess you don't listen to me. And that it just seemed, it just seemed like awkward conversation to begin with. But then when she said something like, um, well, I've only had a, a banana and peanut butter today. And he was like, why? And then she goes, well, 
uh, you know, or I'm not going to tell you or you don't want to know. It was something weird. It was like what she yeah. said on the reunion that she got down to where she was only. I just. I think that she are, she has some issues and so she that she hears it that way. Do you know what yes. I mean? And you can't really fault her for that. Like you just said. But I'm I've just done repeating. that. Yeah. yeah. And and so I do understand it. But to 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 paint him as someone who beat her down and basically got her to to only eat a banana all through filming so that it, 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 I, I don't believe that it came from him. I think it. I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know. I, I obviously that's my opinion. That's my opinion, too. And and again, we're not doctors. We're not psychiatrists, psychologists. We just it's a hobby of ours to pretend we are. But that's that's <laughs> how I took it. Also, um, I just I, feel that yeah. I, I I also can't imagine in my a Netflix allowing verbal abuse, telling her what she can and can't eat to the point where she was almost passing out every day and only eating a teaspoon of peanut butter or whatever she said. I, 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 I mean, I, who knows? I don't work for Netflix. And, um, I, I would have a hard time believing that nothing, nobody would have like stepped in on something like that, but I'm not saying that she didn't feel the genuine way that she felt right, it, when right. she reacted from him. And so I think I don't, you know, eating disorders are tough. I'm not saying that she has one, but body image issues are tough. She definitely has some of those. Um, it, it's all so. Who knows what you're what you're taking in and 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 hearing when somebody says something to you that you already feel insecure about. Um, well, let's, it just seems like a shit show, like mis miscommunication, misstrewed. Like I don't know. Well. Exactly. And imagine, imagine Cole made some of those comments to someone with the self-confidence of like, you know, uh, Raven, couldn't think of her name, Raven, or even like Alexa, just very confident in who she is, like making comments like, yeah, you're not my type. This person's more my type. I think, unfortunately, Zanib was the worst person to hear something like that. Yes. Well, totally. That's she's, I mean, I feel bad for her that she's got these obviously, you know, and I feel bad for her probably having to deal with more after the reunion too. And I, I, so I guess I'm hesitant to like pile on, even though I kind of want to go off about it, but it's just so, um, it, I don't feel that it was it was confusing, like you said, when Alexa was like. But I I, I thought, well, just did did Alexa see something, or is this what Zay told her? That's right. What I, that was what I thought. Yeah, and that was the problem with that is that he was like, wait, so they only showed our good stuff? Like, where where are these? Right. Where I didn't do that. I mean, he actually looked genuinely shocked. So whether or not he's just ignorant to some of the things that he said and how they came out, or whether or not she is twisting things in her mind because of how she feels about herself. Like it's not, I don't know if it lies somewhere in the middle. Right. Right. Um, right. That's what I was going to say. It might be somewhere in the middle too. You know, what a um, shit show. I mean, her telling him off though at the altar, I was like, <sighs> all right, already. Like that was like, I could, you know, <laughs> he, uh, he looked so he looked stunned and he didn't move or give like a facial expression. It felt like for 70 million Mississippis went by. He just stood there. I mean, and then, and then I, 
I thought it was telling a little bit at the reunion when he says, well, yeah, the reason I didn't reach out to you was because I I honestly I told my friends when I got in the limo after the wedding. Well, she's going to text me. That wasn't her. She got caught up with the cameras or the TV like that was not her. And then when he didn't hear from her, he was like, well, I don't have any place reaching out to her if she's saying this is how I made her feel. And again, I sound I feel a little like a weird asshole taking the side of a 26 year old, you know, guy who doesn't know his ass from the hole in the ground. But it didn't feel nothing felt intentional. I mean, whether they're a fit or not, it just I don't it it seemed like the punishment was worse than the crime. Does that it make did. Sense? I, I just think they, I, they were a mismatch from the beginning. And I just feel that she, he did have, they had very different personalities and listen, she was, she was passive aggressive, like come and sometimes aggressive, aggressive, just like for any, any, the one relationship advice I'll give everyone <laughs> is <laughs> if you're going to start fucking bitching about towels on day one, you're going to have a problem. <sighs> I mean, I mean, it just felt she has a little, she, she, she took on, I think she realized he was immature and she immediately was like, guess I'm going to have to mother this guy. And she went into that mode immediately. And you don't have much of a shot after that, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's, it's, it, she started out belittling. It was uncomfortable, you know, and the fact that they have the little bit of age difference, I guess maybe that is kind of dog years when you're, you know, 20s to 30. But I thought he was a pretty mature. I don't know. I mean, he's pretty I immature, I think. But I, I but it, it, he he did. He seemed, um, you know, it seemed like maybe he'd be like a fun guy to get a beer with. But I don't know that I'd want to marry him. Um, you know, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if we're getting down to brass tacks, you're probably right. Um, but I mean, my husband's seven years younger than me and, uh, we didn't start our relationship with me going around telling him that he didn't see seasoned chicken correctly and that his towels were, uh, you know, on the floor. And I just, I felt like right away, they just, they, they weren't on the right foot to begin with. And then of course, obviously him, talking about Colleen and flirting with Colleen and she couldn't ever let that go, which I don't blame her. That would have hurt my feelings real bad too, especially yeah, happening yeah. right in front of everybody. It's, it was really inappropriate and fucked up. So, but you know, everyone got past that. I mean, I don't know if Matt did, but um, yeah, but, true. Yeah. But um, yeah, they were just, I didn't, I was surprised. I was not surprised that they didn't get married, but I was surprised in the manner in which it happened. Um, Same. Me too. Yeah. And yeah. Alexa and Brennan, should we just move on? Yeah. I know. I'm like mad about that. Yeah. I, I know. There's just yeah. so much we can rant about. I will say that Alexa and Brennan, um, we, I believe that they would be big fans of our, uh, our sponsor, Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E, don't you think? We I love do. these. I yeah. actually do think so, Sarah. Yeah, because they're very okay. We we have these. They are. It's an eco friendly, uh, sustainably made bedding, bath, and apparel essentials made from a hundred percent bamboo, and which is often referred to as vegan silk. And they did send Mary and I sheets, and I literally have now bought another thing of them, and I bought a pair for my mom for Christmas. So I I. I Truly do really like these. We really like the sponsor. We're proud to have them. Um, they are super comfortable sheets. Like, And Mary, 
chime in. Sorry. I get it. Well, I, get no, I get ramped I, up. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I agree with you. I love, I love being a sponsor be, using these products. It's like, honestly, I am such a sweaty, hot sleeper and these have totally helped me. I sleep so much better and I don't sweat. I feel like a scumbag, but I used to sweat through my sheets. I don't do that anymore. I sleep soundly. Also, they're hypoallergenic. That makes me feel better. They're free from chemicals and it's great for my skin and hair. That's it's true. And, you know, they have uh, they're committed to conscious living sustainability. So we're, we're proud to have them as a sponsor. And of course, we have a code for you, which is you go to attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. And then when you check out, enter promo code my podcast again to get 20% off, which is a really good deal. So 20% off, go to attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast and then use promo code MYPODCAST at checkout. Get 20% off. They're good gifts. They're good for you. And we're going to send some to Alexa and Brennan. Not really. But I do like <laughs> them. I do like Alexa and Brennan. I do too. I I think I I feel like I could ruin everything with this next statement. But I'm just going to do it. Um, I had a, a realization while whilst watching that um, Brennan... Uh, Oh wait, I'm talking about the wrong one. Never mind. I'm talking about I'm never mind. Save it for um never mind. You know who I'm okay. talking about. Matt. Save okay. it for Matt. Yeah. Okay. I love Alexa and Brennan. I do. I, I do too. I will say they they definitely bugged the shit out of me at the beginning. I was if I heard them say like, I just fucking love you. Like I fully fucking <laughs> love you. Fully fucking love I was like, all right, already. I was so annoyed by them at the beginning. And I thought that they were gonna um Really, there, there was, it was, I think between, even when they like walked out and they met each other and they go, what the fuck? I like, know. Sorry, I'm just repeating words they said, by the way. I, That's why you just got a full sentence of F-bombs. But, um, and then there was this, and then, you know, they made it worse because there was a song playing when they came out to meet each other and it was like, hearts beating together and now we are complete or something. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I hated all of it. Oh, but- I w- they should have had one that was like, I fucking love you. No, I fucking love you. I love that she's a truck driver with her mouth. It made me, it's like, I fucking love you. I just, she just made me smile. She absolutely made me. And he did too. Yeah. I I, I ended up really liking them. And, and, and like I said at the beginning, I wasn't sure if I was just going to be fully annoyed by them. But, um, and her dad I, I was sort of set up in my mind for, for them to be her family to be tough and maybe not very likable. And they were fantastic. And her dad was great. He was, he has a very dry sense of humor. Um, his I dad, know. her dad just seems like a real good egg. He, 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 he yeah. really supportive of the whole thing, not at all judgy towards him or, or anything, which is, you know, that, that can easily happen when you, when you have a daughter marrying someone off of reality TV. So. Yeah. Cause you could see the dad, I could see he could be a real ball buster in the real world. But when they like, when, when, um, Brennan met the family and there was like him and the dad were outside talking, I actually, like, I could feel like a little connection, like, cause Brennan was very authentic. Like he said shit, like, you know, life is just better with Alexa around food tastes better. The sky is bluer. Like he's just a sweetheart. Like he he's head over heels in love with her and she with him. 
And I'm glad that there was no bullshit that caught me off guard. And it was exactly what it looked like and what I believed it was. Yeah. And at the reunion, they're still together. They seem happy. It seems very genuine. I saw, I went on her Instagram and saw she put up this like amazing post. And I just, I, I, I had truly initially thought that maybe it was, she was on to be on TV. Like I really did yeah. just that for that reason. And not that, I mean, I know they're all trying to be on TV in some well, way yeah, because they're right. on it. Yeah. But, um, I I was worried at the beginning for some reason. Um, yeah. But well, she has a little bit of a feeling of like an Instagram like influencer yes. or, you know, I think she's she's beautiful, very into fashion, very like. And so I, I thought that, too, like, oh, what a platform. And then when it was addressed, though, like when she said on the reunion that like she was homesick, she missed her family. And she said to Brennan, um, like, do you have somebody else you're into? Maybe you should like hit the gas with them. I'm thinking about going home. And then he was like, nope, you're it. And then that was it. Like, I love that. I know. I really did, too. Um, they it just it does seem genuine and they don't seem I wouldn't have. Uh, I guess, guys, I guess love really is blind because I don't think I would have put them together on in my mind for some yeah. reason. But yeah. then once they started talking, I was like, oh, these two are great for each other. So. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just there, were- <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot because they were happy, but it was kind of like I just loved. I think I just got a real kick out of again, like the swear, the cussing, but like in a sweet, sugary way. Like after they had their wedding and stuff, and she's like, "Yeah, like cheers!" Like I'm a whole ass handful, and then, and then she goes, <laughs> "I think she goes like to fucking forever or whatever," and they like I. Like that's if I if Mark and I get married, I want to cheers to fucking forever or whatever. That is <laughs> yeah. what I want. I think that's I know. beautiful. I want oh. you to too. I want yeah. that for you. I'll make sure. I'll remind you. I'll say okay. it in your ear. Please. I could have done. I, I'll say that um, the never before seen footage on some of these shows is becoming real disappointing. I mean, I was glad for the Clementines footage, but I couldn't. Oh, right. The the footage of her closet or whatever. I it could have really stayed. As never before seen footage. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Was not anywhere, um, I thought, as juicy as when she fessed up on the reunion when Vanessa asked her, like, so you never wear the same outfit twice. What are you like donating? What are you doing? Or how do you pull that off? And she's like, I'm going to get arrested. And then Vanessa goes, Oh, do you take the clothes back? And she just laughed. And that was so fucking great. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I know. I thought it was like you just waste them. And apparently, she uh, she just goes, she takes them, takes them right back with you. Oh, just I'm just gonna if we ever see her out in public, I'm gonna check for tags. See well, if I she's was still gonna say, yeah, you're gonna be like, go to the go to you know Nordstrom Rack and give it a sniff. Be like, I think Alexa was here. Yeah, Alexa uh, went out dancing. Um, <sighs> uh, Colleen and Matt. Okay, you know this is who I was. I I yes. was just too excited. Um, yeah, I just, go ahead. Okay, Matt and Colleen, Colleen and Matt. Matt, for any listeners who have listened to our uh, Married at First Sight, my Morgan voice has been retired, but no, no, it's awake again because Matt sounds more like my Morgan voice than Morgan voice does. He literally sounds i wrote down some things oh my favorite thing he'd be like shay it shay it 
uh, Shade Again. Shade Again. Oh, I love that. That sounds good. I'm your husband. But he <laughs> talks like that. And it didn't occur to me till it was early on. She's like, oh, you're like, I think it was before they met. She's like, oh, you're like Matthew McConaughey. Um, and then it all made sense. Does it, do you, am I like making this up or can you hear it? I can hear it. I can hear it more when you got so excited while you were watching it that you left me a voice message explaining that you were sorry that the Morgan voice was not going to be gone because now it's your Matt voice. And I was like, yes. uh, there's no need to apologize for that because it makes me very happy. Um, and then I could, and, th- and then last night when I was watching er, the reunion, I that's all I could hear. I was like, well, now I can't hear him talk any other way other than yeah. as yeah. Mary. Um, it's a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Especially, in fact, he was saying that when, um, what was it they were talking? Like when they were going uh, out, out at dinner, when they were at, I think they had their, it was, was the aquarium dinner, which by the way, looked really nice actually. Um, he, he was doing that to her where he was like trying to get her to say something. And he was doing exactly what you said, where he was like, just say it, just say it, just say it. Just say it. Yeah. Look. Just say it. Matt's got a real chip on his shoulder about his ex cheating on him and getting pregnant. And mm-hmm. I get it. That sucks. Um, but I don't know. I will be surprised if they stay together. I, let me say, I feel like, I don't think I will be surprised. And I'll tell you really? why. Okay. Because I think with the first two rejections with her, when she basically was like, yeah, I don't go deep. I don't really have a personality. I'm a ballerina. And then finally this guy becomes obsessed with her. I think that's enough for her to be content forever because she'll never find that again. Um, well, that's just okay. Maybe not. No, I could see it. I could <laughs> see it. I She, She's a she's a confusing one for me. I mean, there were times like at the beginning, she felt everyone was calling her shallow. She thought that you spelled Cole, C-O-A-L. Uh, you know, I had some some thoughts about her at the beginning. I was like, we get it. You're a ballet dancer. But she's a sweet girl. And I can mm-hmm. see. I, I don't know. I there was <laughs> there was one moment when he was like mad at her because she went going she said she was going out to the club or something instead of meeting him back at home after they were all out you know that kind of towards the end do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah and then she he was mad at her and she went the next day she went the next day to like to to her ballet place studio and she I mean, she's a beautiful dancer obviously she's a, like all of that stuff but she was like dancing it off like black swan and it was really yes <laughs> yes oh my god sarah that's so funny i actually moved it into a 1.5 speed and it was so funny when she was dancing around like that and all i thought of was yeah angry ballet black swan exactly uh, it, it was, or like footloose when he like went out to the train yard and danced off his anger yeah it just <laughs> Exactly. Oh, that's oh. hysterical. She, it gave me a giggle for some reason. I was like, I don't know why, but she, uh, yeah, they're just a. It, it, he was alarming when he got so angry at her about the the whole thing, and I didn't yeah. like the way he handled that. I understand that he that the conversation was inappropriate. I totally do, and I I agree about that. Um, 
but I just, he, he, when he gets mad, he just is so like tunnel vision. He can't. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, so that's why I worry that they won't make it. Cause I don't know if he's just going to be one of those guys that just like, he can't get over something. Well, I just think she's going to have the voice of someone who's in a cave with a gun to her head for it. Like, hi, I'd like, I'm here to return this sweater. I just feel like she didn't have a lot of salt or pepper to me to begin with. Like I couldn't, you know, I mean, and I, I, I don't, I'm not saying like, oh, I don't like her. I do like her. I don't. It, it, that's not even what I, it doesn't matter how I feel. But it's like with, say, Alexa or um, Raven, I got a sense of their personalities. I didn't get that from her kind of ever. I feel like she's a little bit of a chameleon where I think, you know, she's going to she's going to whatever he's into, she will be his number one cheerleader and it will be a nice life. Okay. I hope so. I hope so. I think, I mean, his friend said that he's like a very emotional guy, but he's very honest. And, um, I, her parents were funny. They were like, we've never had a meet the guy moment because every time you're with someone, it doesn't last long, which was, uh, kind of funny for your parents to say, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, they, they I, so that she hasn't been in like a very long term relationship, I guess, before, right? From what they're saying, yeah, that's yeah, and even like her parents, when her parents were talking to her, and she's like, yeah, they said like I wasn't deep, and they were kind of like, yeah, you're not, and it, you know, I mean, <laughs> it was just gonna like, I, I just think she's, you know, she just she's not a talker, she's a dancer, she just dances it out, and I think what maybe her, uh. Colleen and Matt will go the long distance if, or go the distance if they get into a little scuffle or something and, you know, a verbal spar and she goes and puts on a tutu and he just lets her go outside and she does, she does some fifth positions and some pirouettes. I'm just naming thing. I don't know, but I just think maybe that's how they're going to get through things. I mean, I guess you're right. Yeah. Let him. Let him uh, rant and rave. You go outside and dance. You guys come back together and then you'll both be calm again. I get because I yeah. they're they're an odd match, but um in for some reason to me, but I don't know. I mean, he 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 t- he talked about how he knew so like right before they got married or whatever, he said that um he knew he was causing arguments by blowing things out of proportion and like in knowing that he has this chip on his shoulder about his ex-wife and I don't want to get played. I don't want to get played like a big thing about not getting played this guy. I'm like, okay. So he admitted to that and he seems to be aware of that. Um, she basically said she didn't know if he would take a bullet for her, but she knew she would take one for him. Which got me wondering who I who if I would take a bullet for my husband. I think I would, but I also might duck. I was gonna say. I mean, I'll be out honest, of instinct. I, yeah, I know. Even best intentions. <laughs> I would say I might. I'd prefer not to. I. I. Hey, I would take one like in my ass cheek or something. You know, yes. like a meaty part of my ass. Well, yeah, I would. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and and I guess with her too, like the whole, the last thing I'll say about her is like, you know, the whole, the two rejection things she was, because she wasn't deep enough in the pods. And then like, as soon as he's like, hey, yeah, you're, you're my number one match. I just got, you know, and then she's like, oh my God, me, me too. 
I fucking love you. Not really. But she went as soon as somebody after those two rejections, somebody was still paying attention um, without her dancing in front of them. I think she was like, well, this is it. I'm just glomming onto this guy. Yeah, she definitely took those rejections hard at first and was uh, she was having a tough time at the beginning. And then she and then she got real happy when she got mad. Yeah. So. Yeah. I the the reunion they talked about how so it was like that was weird the conversation about them not living together yet yeah well it but they're but they're staying they said he was like yeah but we're together seven not a week right is that <laughs> yeah. what yeah. I took away yeah I just I didn't understand exactly all of that like does he did it say did he have roommates is that what he was saying or she had roommates. Yeah, I think she said she had roommates and and his lease wasn't up. So then they just tried to like, well, it was funny because she, I think, uh, I think she, Colleen basically said, well, our leases weren't up. And then like a grown ass adult like Vanessa was like, well, basically like we could just break the leases, right? Like you can just, you know, (laughs) but they were riding out their leases and they synced their leases and they're just staying together. No, I feel like maybe bit. Netflix should sweep in and be like, you know, we'll pay for your if you're going to lose last month's deposit, we'll pay for it or what, you know, like, yeah, we just, yeah, we just a parting want, gift, like, uh, want to see you guys work it out here, yeah, maybe right. move in together. I, I mean, it is they barely know each other, and I get that, so but yeah, uh, you did, you did get married, so you might want to. Might want to figure out your lease situation, your roommate situation. I can imagine. Can you imagine being like, "I'm married, but I live with my roommate." <laughs> yeah, um, how fucking yeah. crazy! That's that would make me question some things about saying yes on decision day if I had to work out my roommate situation <laughs> beforehand. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess they come in not really knowing if they're even going to make a uh, a connection. So, what are you supposed to do? But. You're oh, supposed Mary. to gamble on love, Sarah. That's what you're you supposed are. to do. That's right. You're supposed to put it all on love. All love on Love is black. blind. Um, oh, girl. Do you want to head over to Patreon since we have given, we've taken a lot of time out of everyone's day discussing all of these things and you had your interview and all the, but let's go over to Patreon because we can keep talking. Yes. So we will keep talking. We've, we've, we've covered it all, but we have more to say. So um, if you can join us there, please do. It's $7 a month and you get bonus content every Thursday as well as every Sunday you get episodes. So you have two podcasts a week uh, all month long for only $7. It's pretty solid and we have a lot of fun. Please join us if you can. And if you cannot, know that we are here every Thursday. I don't know what we're covering next week. We haven't figured that out yet, because we had. A, but there will be a Married at First State cast interview as well as whatever the hell we decide to talk about next week. What we just what we do know is it's going to be good. Yeah, that we do know. Can't stop, won't stop. Let's head Can't over stop. there. Okay. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?